good evening. It's Friday. It's just gone up last seven. This is, of course, over and over and over again. It is the Arsenal Women's Show. And what else show we've got for you tonight? Very busy, of course, as always. Lots to get through. We're going to look back, of course, a week ago last weekend, that really disappointing defeat to West Ham. We're going to look back on what went wrong, how we move forward from there, uh, what can we do differently in the future. We'll also talk about the um, Continental Cup game that got postponed during the week. It's been rearranged for this coming midweek, so we can look forward to that one as well. And of course, before that on Sunday, it is, is it a def uh, season-defining game? The FA Cup, fifth round tie against Manchester City. Should we lose out of the FA Cup, probably out of the title race? Well, what, where would that leave us? So lots to talk about this week. And of course, as well, the draw for the um, next round, of, well, what will be the semi-final where the Continental Cup has been made as well. So we'll have a look at that. And it's all coming up the other side of this um, slightly new introduction. What do you think about this? <laughs> Following that, we've got Andreas, of course, with us. How are you this week? Yeah, not bad at all. Good evening, everybody. Yeah, looking forward to the show. A lot to discuss, disappointing match to discuss, and uh, yeah, two very decisive Manchester matches coming up. So, yeah, looking forward to everything we have to, to discuss. Yes, it is going to be um rather interesting show, shall we say. Uh, I suppose there's only one place we can start, and that is, I say, going back to last weekend and what turned out to be a really, really shock uh, result and terrible performance, if we're honest. So, uh, a third league defeat of the season already to three teams we'd never expected to have lost to. Uh, and up until, you know, this season, two of them we'd never lost to before ever. So um, we can see there's some issues there. Now, for me, on Sunday, even though we did lead at half-time, we'd played OK in the first half. Um, that second-half performance was one of the worst I can remember for a very long time. You know, it took me back a little bit to that Birmingham game a few years ago when we lost, you know, it cost us a title. It was that kind of performance, wasn't it? Now, did we underestimate West Ham a little bit? Um, so many things for me were wrong about that game. And the first one really was um, Leah Williamson starting, which I know seems strange because she's a great player and we're great to have her back. But when Yona said that it was pre-planned to take her off at half-time, if a player can't play 90 minutes, you don't start them in the game. You bring them on later. You don't start a player that you know can't play a full game. It's ridiculous. That's like a Sunday league thing that you do. You don't do that in a proper game. It's almost as though we underestimate West Ham. Oh, well, Leah can play the first half. It don't matter in the second half. We'll be fine. That's a terrible attitude. And I think it all stemmed from there for me. I just didn't like that at all. If Leah's not fit enough to play a full game, she doesn't start. And it's simple as that. Bring her on and bring her on at half time if you want to give her 45 minutes or bring her on 60 minutes, whatever it is. But yeah, that, that was ridiculous. And again, the, the, the team selection, he's got a massive squad of 22, 25 players, however many it is. And he keeps starting the same 11 in the WSL every single game. 
even when it's not working and it's not been working too often. You know, I don't want to criticise any individual players because I don't think the players necessarily are the biggest problem. But he's sticking with Alessia Russo, playing her 90 minutes every week. She's just not scoring enough goals. Yes, she's scoring against West Ham, funnily enough, but she's not scoring enough goals. And he keeps on... He went he, On Sunday, he didn't even take her off. He brought Steiner on. He kept them both on. I don't know. Maybe Viv would have been a better option to have kept on. Viv and Steiner have hardly played together. She can open up defences with her passing for Steiner's running. And it's not happening. He's not doing it. It just seems to me obvious things that he's just missing. And he's not doing it. It's almost like he's got this idea in his head and he's going to stick to it. And he's almost... It actually reminded me a little bit of the worst of the Arsenal men's team, that game on Sunday. And that's how bad it felt to me. I mean, Andres, what did you make of it all? Because there's no way we should lose that game, especially after being 1-0 up. But regardless of that, we shouldn't lose against a team who are second from bottom in the league. We shouldn't be losing, should we? How did that happen? Yeah, that's what I'm saying uh, for, for many weeks. Uh, Jonas doesn't have a plan B. If, if his plan A doesn't work, uh, I can't see any reaction that makes things better that turn things around, with the exception of the Leicester game, where we were 2-0 uh, down and, and had this tremendous uh, second half. But in all the other matches, uh, we, we don't seem to react uh, in, in the second half when we have problems. And this time, uh, I think the first half was, was okay. We, we didn't play well, but it was okay. And uh, short before halftime, uh, we, we found the, the deadlock by... Uh, by Alessia with a with 1-0. You can't have it better than, than going 1-0 uh, in halftime. Uh, mm. Of course, we should have got a penalty in first half when, when uh, the Western defenders played. Uh, uh, it was not only handball, it was playing volleyball in, in, in their uh, six-yard box. It must have been a penalty. But anyway, and, but what happened at halftime in, in the dressing room? What, what did he say to the players? Did he say, ah, we, we, we are nearly safe. We are one nil up and, and now calm down and bring, bring the three points home. What did is, what is he say? I, I can't understand what happened. Of course, it was not uh, a penalty against us. The, the foul from uh, Steph Catley was uh, before uh, the box. Yeah, it should yeah. have been a penalty, only a free kick. Anyway, we have to deal with this. It was 1-1 and then uh, once again a terrible... Um, mistake from Manu, when, when she comes out, uh, then she has to, to fist the ball away, and not only two, two meters uh, away to, to the next uh, West Ham striker. Uh, that's, that's what I'm saying for weeks. Uh, we need a goalkeeper that wins us matches. She's okay, she's average, but average is not enough to, to win the league title. And, and our reaction to being to one down was it didn't exist. Uh, I, I didn't have the feeling uh, we can turn it around. We will. We will win three two or something like that. The best that could have happened were that we 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 uh, score an equalizer. But uh, well, the second half was really disappointing, and um, you can't say in the end that that uh, Western didn't deserve the win. They were they were throwing themselves in in every ball in every shoot. And uh, this this fighting spirit, uh, I was missing this from our girls. So something went went wrong, and uh, yeah, reactions from the bench didn't come. Uh, of course, he subbed uh, Stina in after 63, 65 minutes, and Chloe was allowed to play. Uh, 
seven minutes or so. But how can can players with from this from this level? How can they influence uh, a match when they don't get enough minutes? When when you don't give them a half, uh, at least forty five minutes, or or start them? We have such a big squad, such yeah, such talented players and, and, and firepower in the attacking line, and it's. For me, it's not not understandable why we don't use this. Of course, Alessia scored a wonderful goal before halftime, and I'm still a big fan of her. But there, are, yeah, why not giving Chloe a chance? She was the best striker in the Portuguese league. She scored goals in Champions League, and for Arsenal, she's allowed to play seven minutes, five minutes, or <laughs> one minute in stoppage time. Uh, yeah. I'm, as as you said, I'm also beginning to question Jonas and whether he brings the best out of this team. Uh, the next two Manchester matches will decide Jonas' future. Let's face the truth. If we lose both, maybe he will be sacked during the season. If we win both, okay, then things can be turned around. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of getting to that point now, isn't it? I mean, I think that um, you can't really make any more excuses. You know, Jonas has got the squad of players that any manager in women's football would be delighted to have a squad like we've got now with the quality players that we've got in all positions throughout the team, right? And we've he's got everything he could possibly want. And if he can't make this work then unfortunately that is on him. It, it will end up, it's, it's on him. It's on him already, really. You know, I still can't believe, I still can't get my head around these three defeats that we've had in the WSL against Liverpool, against Tottenham and against West Ham. Just not the fact that the two, the three teams that we were playing necessarily, yes, we, we shouldn't be losing to those teams, but the manner in which we lost all three of those games, the, the massive problems, that, that's to me screaming, yes, we've won most games in between, pretty much all the games in between we've won. Um, but that doesn't describe the fact that every so often we will throw in a performance like at Tottenham, like at West Ham, like the Liverpool game. These aren't just one-offs. And if they're one-offs, like they, we, I spoke about the Birmingham game just before, that, as it proved that season, was a one-off. It was the only game we lost in the league. And when you look at that season, you know, it was really consistent. And you, you can almost accept a one-off a one-off bad performance because it happens. Every every great team has the odd bad performance. The Invincibles in the men's team didn't play well every single game. They managed to somehow not lose any of them. Um, and that's it. You, you can accept bad performances, but what you can't accept is when the same bad performances are happening on a regular ba regularish basis. And that's what we've found ourselves in this season. And you know, I'm starting to. I thought Jonas's first season, we looked a decent team. You know, we we were consistent in the league, one defeat all season. We, you know, at half time in the last game, we were top, going to win the league at half time, wasn't we? In that last game, and yeah. we reached an FA Cup final that season. Yes, it was tied over from the season before, but we reached when we played at Wembley that season. You know, we played Barcelona in the Champions League, and I don't know. I felt we were we were in a good place, and I thought last season we blamed the injuries, didn't we? When it all fell apart. And the injuries played a part. Of course they did. Or we felt they did. But as it turns out now, we've got a fully fit squad and we're, we're playing worse than we did when we had half our players missing last season. So was it the injuries last season? Or was that actually where Jonas is as a manager of this team? I don't know. I can't decide that now. I, I was convinced it was the injuries. You know, we missed Beth. We missed Vib. We missed Leah for towards the end of the season. You know, we, we had all these really bad injuries. And 
you know, Rafael Souza has been a big miss this season, I suppose, as well. Um, we have to take that into account. But I don't know. I, I was convinced it was just the injuries. And without the injuries, we would have done a lot better last season. But suddenly I'm looking at the team this year and thinking, well, what excuse is there this time? What excuse have we got? We've got everybody fit now, pretty much. <laughs> you know, we've, we've improved the squad with the signings that we've made. Emily Fox, brilliant signing. You know, uh, Lessie, a brilliant signing. You know, she's not scoring the goals that we hope necessarily, but she's a brilliant signing. And I don't know, you know, Vicky Vicky Pillow was coming to her own this season. So there's no excuse. Why are we losing these games? I can't, I can't get my head around it. It makes no sense to me, does it? I mean, what do you think the reasons are, though, then, that we've lost these three games that, you know, and even some of the games we've won, we've not been convincing, let's be honest. You know, Bristol City away, for example, you know, we, we kind of scraped past it. Aston Villa at home, who we were bottom of the league when we played them. We were seconds away from losing and we turned it round. I mean, why is it not working? Why are we playing like this too too often this season? What, what's gone wrong when there's no there's no excuse, is there? Um, they are still influenced by the injury crisis from last season because uh, the players came came back uh, yeah one after the other not not at the beginning of the season and you can see uh, we've had her problems before christmas to yeah, yeah to find her form and uh, in in the match uh, at, at uh, west ham i think uh, beth was was one of her worst uh, matches it's it's not that she's uh, constantly on on her top level so you can still say it's it's the injury crisis from last season that has its influence that the players are not constantly on yeah. that level uh, leah is yeah <laughs> you, you said everything to this um, she's not able to play 90 minutes on on her top level and um, yeah starting the season with with uh, no break from the world cup so this had influence on on the first match against Liverpool or the Villa match, uh, yeah. But this is these are all excuses, and uh, it's now it's time to stop for ex stop excuses, finding excuses for for such a talented squad. And and it's it's Jonas' squad. He he signed all these uh, new players. Uh, mm -hmm. There is no player in in his squad that doesn't fit to his tactics to. Uh, to the way he wants to play, to his to his style, and um, yeah, what I say, uh, he doesn't bring the best out of them. That's the problem. Why not? Uh, when when you hear him in, in press conference or read his interviews, then everything sounds so convincing. And I think I always think he knows what he's talking about. But uh, then I see matches like West Ham or like Spurs, uh, even the home match uh, against Everton. Uh, and I think, um, yeah, he, he knows what he's talking about, but it, does he know what he's doing? Does he know how to react during a match? I, I don't want to say uh, that we, we should react uh, now during the season. No, don't sack uh, a manager during the season. That's, that's the last step. Uh, but uh, we must question him. And um, I can't understand why this squad is not competing for the title. Uh, yeah. yeah. When you when you look at, at the names in our squad, it's yeah maybe it's the best squad in the league. Yeah, Chelsea. Okay, Chelsea has fantastic players, and yeah, uh, but I think we we have a better, a deeper squad than Man City. Yeah. And, and look on the table, City is winning their matches. They they have the better goal difference. They have three points more. Uh, something is going wrong, and. Uh, 
yeah, we should stop finding or searching excuses and, and start winning our games now. Not not in three or four weeks or in three months or, or so. we must start a winning streak now. Yeah, I mean it's almost in, in the league, it's almost too late, you feel six points behind Chelsea with the games that's left. Even if we beat Chelsea, we've got to rely on them losing at least probably at least well, not winning two more games after that because of the goal difference situation. So, you know, it really is possibly too late in the league now. You know, we're out of the Champions League already. You know, we've got the two cups still. We, 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 you know, we, we'll see what happens on Sunday in that one. We'll talk about that a bit later. But yeah, it is now getting to the point where we can't, you know, we're probably not going to win the league, but that doesn't mean we just got, we've got to finish top three. Absolutely, we've got to. That, that's that's essential. So we can't let it fizzle out. We, we can't afford to, it can't, we can't afford Jonas to take another three or four weeks to get it right and figure out what his best partnerships are in a team and get his best players playing. Yes. Yeah, maybe you're right about the injuries. Maybe Beth isn't at her best. Maybe Viv still is nowhere near her best overall. No, you're right. And that maybe is having an impact. Well, then don't play him as much. Don't keep starting him in games then. Play Chloe Lacasso, who's made more of an impact instead of Beth. Give Beth a rest. You know, make those changes. If it's not, you know, yes, I agree they're not fully fit. You can see they're nowhere near their best level, either of those two, yet. Hopefully they will get there. Leah Williamson, we don't really know yet because she's not played as much. But, um, yeah, change it then. Put Chloe in. You know, do, do something different. Maybe put Alessia into, into Viv's position. Uh, and play Steiner through the middle. Maybe try something different. Yeah. And he's not—he's reluctant to do that, isn't he? He's reluctant to do it. it. It seemed to take him ages to figure out what what his best eleven was. And it's almost like he feels he's figured it out. So he keeps picking it every week, despite the fact that they lost to Tottenham. They've now lost to West Ham. And you know, it's—I don't know. I can't. My head is just getting confused by all of this. What's going on? I don't understand it. It—it it makes no sense to me. And. As he got too many players, he doesn't really know how to cope with it. He doesn't really know what to do to to, to keep the squad in the right place because you can't you can't bring a player off the bench for five minutes every week and then suddenly you're going to rely on them to start a game and expect them to be at their best because mm. they've not played enough games. You you, you 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 need a rhythm in your game and you can, you can't get it in training. You need to be playing competitive matches. You need minutes on the pitch. And Steen has been amazing because she's had so lack of minutes and yet when she comes on, she's still doing the job and that's difficult to do for anybody. But she needs more minutes as well. Chloe Lacasse needs more minutes. There's no doubt, you know, Kyra needs more minutes. And there's no reason not to give her more minutes. It's not like we're blowing teams away. If we're winning 5-0 every week, keep the same team if you want. No one cares. But when you're not, when you're struggling and it's not working, make changes. Not, not just in the game. Yes, make changes in the game. But make changes to your starting eleven. Don't pick the same team. It's going to be interesting what team we play on Sunday. And we'll talk about that because I think that's going to be interesting, actually, what team he goes with on Sunday because it's such a big game. He, he's not going to take risks, I don't think. But we'll see. Anyway, we've got some comments in. Uh, Hadda Hadda's with us says, hi, everyone. Um, eyes bowled out. Jack Wilshire in or Kelly Smith. Well, Jack Wilshire's an interesting one. Uh, he says, eyes bowled not good enough for our ladies. Well, yeah, at the moment, it seems that way. But, you know, let's maybe see our next couple of weeks. Um, work out really, I suppose. Terry, enjoyed our new intro. He says, Can't stand an North London song, scrap it. <laughs> I thought you might like it, Terry. That's why I did it for you, really. Um, Terry says, Arteta has infected uh, the women's team. Get Arteta out ASAP. Even Jonas doesn't look comfortable playing this way. Um, he looks lost, amateur, in fact. Well, he does, but he's his own, he should be his own man, shouldn't he? I don't believe that he's copying anybody else. He should be his own man. He should be picking his own team, his own tactics, playing his way. 
not playing someone else's way. And if, if he's going to copy Arteta, then he should be sacked straight away because you can't do that. You've got to be yourself. You've got to manage the team your way. And I don't believe he's copying anybody. I don't believe he's being told he's got to play that way. I think that's maybe the modern way of playing football. Everyone seems to want to do it. And yeah, if he can't do it, change it. And if, if you know, that's you've got to do that, haven't you? Uh, Terry says, yeah, to be honest, you could say all these girls just got out there and expressed themselves and 99 times out of 100, they trails that too. Well, you could say that, yeah, no. And you're probably right. So are they being restricted in how they're playing? Is that the manager's fault again? Is he restricting them? I don't know. It's not working as it, as it is. There's no doubt. How can a team with the attacking talent that we've got been scoring one goal in the games against Liverpool, uh, Tottenham and West Ham. One goal in them three game with the attacking talent we've got. It makes no sense. It's it's ridiculous. Um, Wayne says, I can't lie, I was very disappointed with the girls last week. Uh, so much so when the men were playing Liverpool, I was barely interested, assuming we'd lose, but the men actually turned up finally. Yeah, I mean, it was a strange weekend because how many times have the women saved our weekend? The men have been terrible and lost and then the women have saved it with a great win and Obviously, Sunday was the reverse. And I agree with you. I was really flat before that Liverpool game. Really, really flat. And it took me a while to kind of put that away, really. And even the men winning didn't completely cure it, if I'm honest. Obviously, it was great that they did. Um, Terry agrees with Wayne. Of course, uh, why not? Uh, Rendition says, he doesn't play the squad players, just sticks with the favourites, even when even when they yeah, aren't performing. Uh, yeah, and exactly. And, and that's kind of what Arteta does do, actually. That is an Arteta thing all over, isn't it? And I'm hoping that Art, um, Jonas isn't, getting it from there. Um, Terry says, I must admit, I did hear uh, the biggest load of BS in the week, Arsenal women's uh, field uh, tilt was most impressive. What's a field tilt? Oh, yeah, I, I don't know what a field tilt is either, actually. I don't know. It's, it sounds like a load of nonsense. A bit like G, gold times, whatever it is, all that G times and all that stuff. Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. It's just, what, what matters is who scores the most goals and wins the games and gets the points. That's what matters. Nothing else. Let's forget all this other nonsense. Hannah uh, Hannah says, uh, we say every time, Star Steena, yeah, we do, my mate. We do say that every time and one day he will do it and we'll see why he's doing it because we'll win and score loads of goals and like we did against Reading, funnily enough, she's got a hat-trick. There you go. Um, anyway, um, some good comments there, actually. And, and I agree with most of that, I've got to be honest. And joining us as well, he's a little bit late as always, but that's fine. It is, of course, <laughs> 8 o'clock. How are, how are you? <laughs> I'm fine, mate. Are you? Yeah, not bad. Are you yourself? Yeah, we're well, we're kind of all right, really. I suppose it's been a difficult week, yeah. anyway. Yeah, but we're getting there. We're getting there. We, get, we was obviously yeah. just talking about the damn game and what yeah, went yeah. wrong with lots of things, really, wasn't it? I mean, what, what did you make of that? Am I then the, the yeah. whole we shouldn't be losing, should we? Um, to, to no. West Ham, we shouldn't be. No, he shouldn't be. We're sort of dominant first. So he's totally dominated. We should have had at least three or four goals. Again, there's a bit, bit more clinical. I think it was a bit unlucky. We're hitting the bar. And yeah, we, maybe we could have had a penalty later in the game. But I don't know how you can do it from being so dominant and then just lose control like that. Okay, maybe it's a, the foul from Steph takes place outside the box. But you shouldn't be leaving it isolated with it like that. It's just show it down the line. And then Manu should be catching the ball for that free kick. There's no way she should be yeah. punching and leaving that massive yeah. gap for Soko to shoot yeah. in. Yes, it's Absolutely. a great finish. It's a great finish, but again, she's just got to catch that, catch that, and the goal doesn't happen. It's it's, it's not it's not difficult. It's really it's just it's so obvious. I just don't know why she has to punch it and put a defence in danger. And they, they they were slow to react as a result. And then after that, I don't know what happened. We just lost complete control of the game, which we shouldn't have done. And and again, yeah, it goes to so I don't know why the same starting eleven has to play every week. He has to change it up for me. You know, it's clear to obvious that when City has Bunny Shaw, Lauren Hemp, Claude, Chloe Kelly, and um, <clears throat> Chelsea has uh, who are they? Count Canarid, Wrighton, and Kerr and Cu uh, sorry, C Kirby, Cuthbert, LJ. They have a settled squad. 
it's like we have our forwards, and I don't think Jonas knows his best forward line. Yes, they have all those players, but I think you've got to change it up every week and not play the same starting eleven and wait for cup competitions again in the way and make the substitution earlier. We shouldn't be losing control of a game like that. It's like a pattern that's happening now. You see, after we beat Chelsea, lost the Spurs, after we were in that excellent second half against Liverpool, it's happened. It's just these inconsistencies are plaguing us now, and I feel like we've got to act sooner, otherwise. That we're not going to be winning any, or we're not going to be, we'll fail to keep up with Chelsea and, and Man City already now. It's almost as we have to win every game. So I don't know where to start really, but for me, it's just, he just needs to, he needs to really change it up and not burn, burn these players out every week. I mean, yeah, maybe that's part of it. I don't know. I mean, I can't understand why he's not making more changes to starting yeah. him. Nice. Exactly. You know, we're out. We're out of Europe, so it wasn't like yes, we had a Champions League squad put together mm. without Champions League football. So make the more of your squad in the WSL game. Yeah, rotate more. We've got quality. You're not losing quality, are you? If you say was to play Kaya instead of um, Vicky yeah. Palova game, start that way round. It's not going to massively impact. Yes, Vicky's playing well. I'm not saying she should be left out of the team necessarily, but. It's not dropping the level, is it? If you put Chloe Lacassini instead of Beth Mead from the start of a game, it's not yeah. lowering the level, is it? You know what I mean? No. It's offering something a little bit different. If you put Steenham in instead of instead of Lessie, as we've said, it's exactly. not less in, less in the quality. It's just yeah. adding something different. You know, Frieda maybe. She had a good run in, in the number 10 role last season when Viv was injured. Give yeah. her to have a game there. See if that can work again. You know, there's so many options. Defensively now with Leah back, we've got some options there. You know, Leah and Amanda would be nice to play together to see what they can do and not play together. Let's give them a go. You know, I don't know. It's There seems to be a lot of confusion with it all at the minute. Who Who's the best player to play where? What relationships work? The only one really that you can say, apart from Vicky Pullover, I think has been brilliant this season. No criticism to her at all. Leah Vaulty as well, I think, has had a decent season. Yeah, Emily really good. and been brilliant. And other than that, though, the rest of the players you're looking at and you're thinking, have any of them really reached their top level this season? Steen has done well when she's played, absolutely. And you know, you have, she's not played enough. But most of the players you look at them and you think, are, are you at your top level this season? I don't think they are. And it's not one or two players. It's seven or eight players mm. every single week. They're not. Yeah. So change it. Change it up. Um, I don't know. Yes. Um, Wayne says, uh, expected goals field tilt FC. Yeah, we, that's what. We, that's the only thing we ever win. We win loads of stats, but we don't actually win the games. It's just territorial have... domination, apparently. That's what it is. It's a territorial do domination stat or something. That's what field tilt. Yeah, but it's just about, ridiculous. Yeah. It's meaningless. It absolutely means nothing. I mean, I remember Brian no, Cuff no, said, no, didn't no, he? No, it no. takes a second to score a goal. I don't care how much possession you have. If you're not scoring goals, it makes no difference. You know, sometimes soaking up pressure, playing on a counter-attack is more effective. <laughs> you know, getting a long ball into the box is more effective than playing this possession-based game, which unless it works and you, you 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 get end result, it's an absolute waste of time. I, I'm getting to the point where I don't even care what the possession stats are because nine times out of ten, Arsenal, in the men and the women, we're miles ahead in possession stats every single game. But does it mean we win the games? No, it doesn't. <laughs> so it's meaningless to me. Absolutely meaningless. And it has made a good point. He says, uh, drop yeah, Manuel and start with Vera. I would definitely... Yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, I mean, that mistake on, on Sunday was... Yeah, you're right, Amar. She should have caught that ball. She was under no pressure. She didn't need to no punch pressure it. At all. No pressure. <laughs> no. Just catch you it. can understand, yeah, if there's a, if there's a forward there and you, you, you're maybe under a bit of pressure, yeah, maybe punch it then. Not like that. It was a free free kick straight to her. All she had to do was catch it. And she's punched it straight into the danger zone. That was, I don't, I mean, 
look, we love Tim Stillman, right? We do. We love him, right? But <laughs> saying, he thinks that's the only mistake she's made this season. I'm thinking, have you not been watching the games? She's been made. She's made. She nearly. She makes nearly one mistake a game. Most of them she gets away with a lot of the time. Yeah. But that doesn't mean she's not making mistakes just because the other team doesn't score. How many goals have we conceded that have been down to mistakes that she's made or not being decisive enough in her decision making? You know, I'm not saying they're blatant out and out errors like she made against West Ham. No, not many of them, probably, I, I, without looking back on all the goals. But she's certainly making mistakes on a regular basis that's costing us important moments in games. So for Tim to say that's her only mistake, I'm sorry, Tim. I know you had an interview with her this week and it was a great interview. And I'm sure she's a, well, she's a lovely person and we love her. But let's not let that cloud our judgment to the fact that she's not the goalkeeper that's going to win us league titles. She's not anymore and that's the fact of the matter is we need to buy it we need to get a better replacement in we've tried Sabrina that's not really worked um we've got Sarah I agree Sarah won't be here for long I'd throw her in on Sunday mate I would be tempted to play her on Sunday but we'll, we'll, we'll come on to that um rendition says their squad is too comfortable need a bit of healthy competition to push the players on well there's competition in the squad isn't there we've got two or three players virtually in every position near enough there's competition in the squad but they're not being used the squad's not being used. That's the problem. Not it's not that there's no competition for players. There is, but we're not utilising it. Um, Wayne says it's true. Our loss to Spurs was identical to the men's loss against West Ham. All the ball, none of the goals. Exactly. We're yeah. going to smash West Ham this weekend. We'll smash them. We'll smash West Ham this weekend. It's, it's, it's mad. <laughs> Um, uh, and Emily Lou's back. She says, uh, uh, Vivian Miedemeyer and Mead are getting dropped after West Ham score a goal. Uh, make them low in confidence for the rest of the season. See, I, I didn't think either of those two played particularly well. Beth in particular, as, as Andrea said, that was a poor game from Beth's perspective. Absolutely, it was. I thought Viv did okay. She should have scored that one to hit the bar. That was a big chance for her. Another one that she took too long to shoot. Brilliant foot, feet in the box, took it around the defender, left her on the floor. Shoot straight away. Don't wait. She seemed to wait and wait too long and got tackled. And maybe that's her sharpness not quite back yet. I mean, I don't think taking him off after West Ham scored is going to affect their confidence necessarily. I thought it was a good decision to have made. It could have been made earlier. Um, but anyway, um, we'll see what happens in the next few games, I guess, but to, to know the actual impact of that. But but yeah, I mean, it wasn't um, it wasn't obviously what we what we needed um, that game at all. And I'm still baffled as to how we managed to lose it, but we did. Um, maybe we should listen to what Mikel Arteta thought of it. It's a disgrace. It's embarrassing. Arteta is right. He, is, he was right about that West Ham performance. So obviously, he pays attention to the women's game, and that's good. So, you know, he, it's good that oh, he's come well. up with oh, man. Keep it the, same, the same decisions that we have about it, because it, it wasn't great at all. Um, but the good news is, when you've got one game done, there's another game waiting for you around the corner. Now, unfortunately for us, the game that we had waiting for us around the corner never actually went ahead in the end due to some strangeness that went on um, at London City Lionesses. And what, I mean, yes, OK, you know, it, it was raining. The pitch might well have been waterlogged. We don't know. We wasn't there. We didn't see it. Um, but the fact that they then sat their manager at the time when the game was meant to be going on yes. does seem a little bit weird. Let's be honest. Very, it very is very, very strange. Now, would they have sacked the manager before the game had the game gone ahead? Would they have sacked him after the game if the game had gone ahead? It just, I don't yeah. know. I mean, Andreas, did you find that a little bit strange? Do you think there was more to that postponement than just the pitch being waterlogged? Or is, or was that just a coincidence? They used the time they had to make that decision earlier than they would have done. Yeah, probably they, they had made this decision and uh, 
uh, they wouldn't have uh, made it uh, public during the game or <laughs> so uh, yeah the game was postponed and so they they used the time to uh, to make it public uh, yeah i think in in winter we have to live with these conditions and uh, yeah if if you can't play on on the pitch then okay then um, postpone the match but but not one hour before or <laughs> it was yeah. 90 minutes before uh, that's that's uh, a fact I don't understand. That's it's it's so short short before that uh, the pitch inspection is done and they say uh, in the afternoon they said it's okay and then in the evening they make the pitch. Yeah. Oh, we can't uh, play. That. <laughs> <laughs> dangerous or or whatever. Then um, yeah, postpone the match in in the early afternoon. Uh, I read yeah. in the supporters club a lot of fans were already had left their home and were on their way to the match when when the message came don't don't uh, leave home don't travel don't match. travel oh, yeah now we <laughs> for us it would have been good uh, to play on wednesday uh, normally normally we should beat uh, london city um, and and gain a bit self confidence before the manchester game uh, so i think it would have been good to play but um, yeah, what we were discussing and, and the comments were, uh, that's a difference be I see between Jonas and Emma Hayes. We, we always say salty Emma, etc. But what makes her the best manager in, in the WSL is she uses her squad and she makes changes, four or five changes in every match from one, one week to the next, four changes from one WSL match to the next. She even rotates her goalkeepers. We don't. Yeah. If if Jonas is is uh, not convinced from Sabrina and says uh, it doesn't work, Sabrina is is not good enough for the WSL. So why did he sign Sarah Boadi? She's a lot of experience. Why not try her? Give her, give her a match. Let her show whether she's still good enough for for these three months or or how long her contract is running. And maybe she does with her experience. She does a better job than Manu. And yeah, I can only say Manu is not a goalkeeper that wins us tight matches. And, and you need a goalkeeper that wins you matches. That's what, what uh, Mary Earps did for, for England at the Euros or at the World Cup. That's what the best goalkeepers in the world do. And yeah, she's a nice person, but she's an average goalkeeper. So try something. We were all laughing about Chelsea who was signing four international top goalkeepers, but Emma uses them. She rotates now. Uh, Berger had a bad match against us in November, and since then she's not in the spot. She's rotating Musevic and Hannah Hampton. I think Hampton is the biggest goalkeeper talent in the country. I'm really glad to see how she develops, but she's she's in the wrong team. I would like to have her in, in a red shirt, not in a blue shirt. Ah, uh, yeah. Problems. No, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. And, and you know, the fact that um, Emma Hayes does rotate her squad. And I, I used to be a little bit surprised sometimes. I think, you know, they just won a game one week really well and then she changes the team the next week and then they still win again. But that's yeah. because those players are playing regular minutes, aren't they? They're regularly getting games because of that and we're not doing that. And I, I agree. And, yeah, the goalkeeping situation is getting ridiculous now. It really is getting ridiculous now. And, you know... Um, 
I think it was a comment that we made before, actually. Yeah, rendition says it there. We've now signed three goalkeepers, yet Manu has no competition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we have. We, we seem to keep signing goalkeepers and still none of them seem to be better than, than Manu. And it's not like Manu's playing well because she isn't. <laughs> so, I don't know. It, it's baffling. It's one of the many things at the minute that, that's baffling, actually. Um, Wayne says, uh, what's Arteta got to do with a women's team? Well, like, we just said he, he watches them clearly because he, he said what he thought of it. But, um, but no, I mean, it's a little bit of fun, isn't it? As, uh, as Rendition says, it is really. But we do seem to play the same way sometimes, which is quite frustrating, or it can be. Um, Magnificent Jeff, I was with us, how are you doing? He says, um, when I called this manager out, I was attacked and labelled toxic fan. Um, I don't know when people will realise that this Jonas is not that guy. We have a goalkeeper who plays regularly, regardless of how often she costs us. Yeah, and we've got players who play regularly in other positions as well even if they don't always play well and you keep picking them. And you, you're right. I, I I don't want to necessarily single out Jonas yet and, and say his time's up or anything like that, because I don't really, I, I like Jonas. I think he, he talk as, as Andrea said before, he talks a lot of, he, he, he talks a lot of sense when he's interviewed and I kind of like him a lot, um, but I'm starting to question whether or not he is going to be the right guy to take us to the level that we should be at, which is, you know, winning league titles or certainly putting in more of a challenge for league titles than we have done the last two seasons now, this this season and last season. So, yeah, I'm starting to agree that maybe his time may be coming to an end. But the next few weeks are going to let us know more, aren't they? I think if, if we lose the next few games, then I think that's it. I think he, he might not last the season, as we said. Oh. Um, but anyway, Hannah Hannah says, put Lacasse on the left wing, play with number 10, play with right wing, McCabe, in the midfield. Um, yes, Lacasse on the left, I wouldn't necessarily have a problem with that. I do think um, Caitlin Ford's playing all right, actually. But, yeah, I wouldn't mind that change. Vivid's kind of playing in a number 10 anyway and best playing on the right. And neither of those two are quite at their best yet, are they? So, they'd be changes I'd be looking to make, actually. Um, and, yeah, Katie McCabe in midfield, potentially, she can do a job there. Of course she can. Um Terry says, at least Arteta has that number 29 to blame. The women's team haven't got a 29. They're all top players. Well, no, you're right. They are all top players that are underperforming. Is that worse? Is having top players underperforming worse than having one player that's not maybe fitting in? I don't know. Maybe it is. For me, maybe it is worse. Because why aren't, why aren't all these top players performing? I don't know. Um but anyway, let's not um, let's not sort of think too much about. I mean, it, it, sometimes it's easy to compare the men and the women's team at the moment. But let's not try not to go down that route because they are different. You know, they're two separate teams, and you know the, the problems that each of them have might be similar in some ways. But that, you know they're, they're different teams, aren't they? Um, so yeah, I mean, Amar, the, the London Lionesses game. What did you make of all of that nonsense on the, on Wednesday? Getting called off, rain, sacking managers, all kinds of fun went on, didn't it? I mean, I don't know where to start, really. It was rumours that, um, well, I don't know, you know, that um, I was somewhere read on uh, social media that um, Risha was just trying to delay it because of Caitlin or something. I don't know what was going on there for some reason. But, yeah, no, I don't know what I read, but there's all kinds of things going on there. Like the money four and a half hours before a kickoff. I just find that. Why would you not do a pitch inspection early in the morning and just call it off early and let them know earlier? So all those perks... All those fans, it's a difficult place to get to. It's not if it's like near the Dartford Tunnel. It's not the easiest place to get to for travelling fans as well. And why don't you just tell them earlier in the day rather than um, delay it? I mean, if the pitch is not fit, why not try and find an alternative venue or something? I mean, they've rescheduled it for the same time next Wednesday. Also, uh, are, they, are, they, are, are, are they sure that it's going to be fit for purpose? I mean, they've got an FA Cup tie, I think, this weekend. It's again Tuesday. They've got this weekend in uh, 
FA Cup. They've got um, I think they've got a home game against Liverpool. So let's see how that pitch plays. It'll be interesting to see if the pitch is fit four days on after that as well. So, yeah, it was all a bit of a farce, really. And I feel like they, they should have at least, uh, well, if those fans can't make the rearranged game, they should at least reimburse them for the tickets that might, they might not be able to, uh, for the game that they might not be able to attend. But, yeah, it's, it's a bit strange. And they sacked their manager. I don't know, I didn't understand that either. It's like when Brian sacked Mel Phillips for no reason as well, which was completely bizarre the week before. So it's all happening, really. But yeah, no. Hopefully, the rearranged fix will be good. I think three games in six days is going to be really, really ridiculous for us. So especially we've got Emily Fox is not going to be available for those games against London City and against Manchester United. So maybe they should rearrange that Manchester United game for the Sunday or something. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, could have done without that being rescheduled. And especially when you've got an informed Man City team next. So I mean, it was all a bit unnecessary, really. And uh, maybe they should look to try and avoid it in future. I mean, it's difficult, isn't it? Because the, the the pitches at that level, those grounds are never going to be the same as the, the no. top stadiums, are they? No. And yes, rain can cause a problem. We, you know, we were a bit worried, wasn't we, the other week that game Andreas was going to at Meadow Park when there was snow and frost and stuff before, and yeah. we were worried that might get called off. No undersoil heating or anything like that, and they managed to, you know, they had that that uh, bubble over the pitch and stuff, and managed to get the game on. I yeah. mean, it's, it's difficult with our weather, isn't it? Because it, it rains. Yeah. We're England, it rains here quite a lot in the winter. So, you know, it is a difficult one. And yes, the decision was made quite late. And maybe what happened at that Chelsea game, was it last season, wasn't it, when they kicked off for two minutes and then abandoned Seven, the game? Yeah, a little bit yeah. So they, they kind of don't want yeah, they don't want to leave it too late, but equally they want to try and give it a chance. I don't know, but it was all a bit of a nonsense in the end. And you know, yeah, fair it enough. It's just, it's just, you know, they, they've now moved it into between the two Manchester games, which yeah. probably isn't ideal for us, is it? But we've got a big enough squad, as we've said, so we should be able to cope. So it doesn't matter. We should be able to cope. We can rotate we the team. We, we can that. use our squad in these next three games. And we, we, we're we one team that shouldn't really have to worry too much. I mean, now we've got most people fit. We shouldn't have to worry about three games no, in six no. We should just be able to say, well, we've got a squad. Let's use it. Let's rotate. Let's rest and rotate. That's what we do. Um, and we still still should be strong enough to, to get results in all three of those games. But we'll see what happens. It's not ideal, uh, but there's nothing we can do about the weather, unfortunately. Uh, although some people think we can. We can control the weather by not driving our cars, but we can't. So let's not even <laughs> we, can't. we can't do anything about the weather. It's only one person that controls the weather, and she's much more powerful than, than we are. Um, <laughs> uh, um, you like Jonas on what basis? He has spent more than any other previous manager's we have the second most valuable squad in women's football. We've got a very good squad there. Now, I mean, I like him in the sense that he's a nice guy. I like him when he when he talks. I like listening to him. I like what he's got to say. I don't like the fact that we're losing these ridiculous games and we're not 10 points clear at the top of the league. I don't like that. But I like him as a person, as opposed to him maybe as a manager. And I think it's difficult to separate those two teams. I'm the complete opposite in the men's team. I absolutely don't like Mikel Arteta as a person. So I find it difficult to like him as a coach, as, as a manager. Whereas it's the other way around with Jonas. I really do like him. And I'm desperately for him to succeed because I like him. And it's clearly now becoming an issue that maybe it isn't going to happen. And we might have to start accepting that very soon. And as much as we do like him, sometimes you have to let people go, don't you? If it's not working. And that's maybe what, what we might have to do with Jonas. Um, but we'll see. I'm not, I'm not giving up on him quite yet. We've still got a couple of big games coming up. So a lot still to play for. So... Let's not be hasty, but let's question him. Of course, we're allowed to question him. Of course, we are. 
what we're here for. We're fans of the team. We want the team to be winning. So, of course, we're interested in it. Um, and you're right to do so. And you was right to do so when we maybe wasn't. So, it's fair enough, isn't it? But let's let's see what happens, you know, coming up now. Because it's we, it, we're coming now to, to crunch time, aren't we? We are coming to really, really crunch time. And there's no bigger crunch time than what's coming up on Sunday because our whole season could rest on this one day. So FA Cup, it is now it's become really, really important this competition, isn't it? You know, we, yeah. <clears throat> we've seen it on the show, haven't we? we haven't won the FA Cup for a long time. Uh, it's the trophy we've won the most. It's our competition and we need to be winning it again. And with everything that's going on at this moment in time, with the league form in particular, this would be the perfect year to win the FA Cup, wouldn't it? It would be the perfect year to end that eight-year gap without winning it. Now, uh, the draw could have, we've said this before, the draw could have been kinder to us, couldn't it? Let's be honest. We know it could have been kinder to us. It's given us a team that are second in the league. Um, but we're at Meadow Park. We've got a great record against Man City at Meadow Park. They clearly don't like coming to Meadow Park. Mm -hmm. um, so, Things are in our favour in that sense, but it's such a big game and it's a cup game, not a league game. So, are, is Jonas going to make changes to the team or are we going to see the same starting eleven as we did in the previous couple of WSL games? I mean, Andreas, what, what do you think Jonas will do? I know it's difficult to predict sometimes, but this is such an important game. We have, And he has to pick the team to win this game. And Do you think it will be the WSL team that's maybe been inconsistent or will he make two or three, four or five changes and really mix things up? No, I would wish him make some changes, but I think he'll, he'll uh, line up his, his WSL team and, uh, of course, uh, he'll bring Katie back. She was suspended at uh, West Ham. She will oh, start yeah. again. And, uh, yeah, if, if he makes a change, then he brings Kim Little in, if she's fit enough to... To play. Uh, the question will be what will he do with Leah Williamson? Will he start her again? Uh, in the press conference, uh, he said she, she might be fit for 60 minutes now. But um, yeah, to, to say before uh, you'll play 60 minutes and then we'll, we'll change, we'll stop you out, that wouldn't be good. So I wish he makes some changes. And um, yeah, when you see the attacking line from City, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Hemp, uh, Bunny Shaw, Chloe Kelly. Oh. Yeah. We, we need to be at our best in defense, and uh, that's I think that's the main problem. Uh, even corners crosses with Manu in goal. Uh, and, yeah, of course we have a good record at Meadow Park against them: five nil, two one, two one. A couple of one nils, yeah. Yeah, if you see the last two matches. Uh, last season it was uh, we were one nil down. Then this this world class goal from Katie. Uh, yeah. This season, uh, yeah, the gift from Kiara Keating. That's with, true. Yeah, with her terrible mistake. Uh, I think we 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 had enough luck against City in the last matches at home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when yeah when when I look at at uh, the current uh, form of the players, I'd say. Uh, City is the better team, uh, of is better performing right now than we are. And so, even even it's a home match for us. No. I see City is the favourites in in this match, and 
yeah, maybe maybe it's good for us uh, that they will uh, they will have an uh, will make an open an open play. They they won't defend to the low block. They won't park the bus in front of their goal. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, it's, it's a knockout match. They can't say we uh, we are satisfied with the draw. It's impossible. So it will be an open match. Maybe that uh, is better for us. We saw it against uh, Chelsea. How could we perform against a team that's playing football with us and not only defending? Uh, yeah, but let's let's make some changes. Try something. And then let's hope our, our luck against City continues. But so far, I'm not too optimistic, I must say. No, I agree. <laughs> I mean, I, I, we were lucky to beat him in the league this season. Obviously, that mistake yeah. at the end, we, we, we yeah. wouldn't have won that game without that. I didn't think last season we were necessarily lucky. It was a great goal from Katie McCabe to win it, obviously. And I thought in that second half last, last season, we played really well, actually when we were 1-0 down and under pressure and we came out and really showed what we were about. So I, I wouldn't necessarily say we were lucky that game. We were definitely lucky this season. 100% we were. You know, we didn't deserve to win that game overall. I thought City were a better team than us, actually. We dug in and we got lucky. We got the lucky goal. But, yeah, we'll have to play better, I think, on on uh, on uh, Sunday if we're going to if we're gonna beat them again. Um, but, yeah, you, you're right. It's a cup game. City don't really play for a draw anyway, do they? That's not that what they do. That's not the style, is it? They're going to... They're going to come from the park to win the game, of course they are. So that might help us because, yeah, we, we do tend to play better when teams open up against us and don't play the low block. And we will find that a bit easier to play against. But you're absolutely right. With the firepower that Man City have got um, and how fragile we are defensively, as we have been this season, that is a worry. It really is a worry. You you expect Man City will score in this, in this game at least one goal, if not more. We definitely fear that they will. So, if we are going to win and go through, we are probably going to have to score two or three goals as a minimum at the other end, aren't we? Yes, we've got the player to do that. Of course we have. You know, our forward line is, is as good as theirs. But I think defensively, they're better than us. And that could be where this game is won and lost. I'm hoping it's not, because that would mean we would lose, because they are stronger defensively. But, um, but yeah, let's... Be optimistic. You know, I know you're not so optimistic, Andreas, but I want to try and be optimistic, because... The one not cup game, and maybe it's an opportunity to, to put the league behind us a little bit. That's almost gone. So let's focus on these big cup games now and let's try and really go for it and, and win as many as we can. And yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. I mean, the team lineup for me is uh, would we stick with, with Manu in goal? I don't know. I'm kind of thinking not myself, but Sarah's not played yet. She hasn't played for a while. How ready is she to play in such a big game like this? We don't know, do we? It's, it's a, such a tough one. It is such a tough one. Um, I mean, Emma, what are you kind of anticipating for Sunday? Because it's a game we have to win now. It's not, we can't, we, well, you can't get a draw, it's a cup game, but we have to win, don't we? There's no there's no other result that we can we can have. Well, yeah, it will probably define the season. I mean, we've got a favourable Conti Cup draw, so if we get past London City and then we've got Villa, I mean, there's a good chance we could get to the final there. But yeah, no, I think if they, they lose this game, then it could be the good, and I don't know, it'll be difficult at the end of the season uh, coming up. Uh, It'll be difficult to like go on a run at the end of the season. Yeah, it's it's important for the confidence. Yeah, we've got a fantastic record. I think they've already scored something like four goals in like seven meetings when we played at home or in country cup finals or whatever it is. I mean, our away record is just as bad as their away record is us. So, so they always seem to favour the home team in this fixture. But you know, they come in great form. They've got nine in a row in all competitions. They're playing great. They even scoring worldies as well last week. There's literally no weakness in the squad. Gareth Taylor seems to be knowing what his best eleven is. Week is. 
is we can recall. I did think I didn't know whether he was the right manager for Man City, but he's shown the recruitment has been excellent and they're playing really well. And this for this time next yeah. Friday, of course, we'll, I'll touch on it later. But of course, they'll go. They, they'll. Uh, I wouldn't say they have one eye on Chelsea next Friday, which is an absolutely gigantic game for them. But it will be. It could determine a lot. A lot could be de- determined on what, how they play against us going into that game. So uh, let's see. I mean, we could maybe land a blow on them ahead of that game psychologically more than anything else. But yeah, going back to our season form for our confidence and for the rest of the season, I feel like. He has to make changes. I would like to see Sarah start. I would like to see one or two players rested that have been... Uh, well, Emily Fox can play her last game before she goes off to the Gold Cup, so maybe she'll play. But I'd like maybe to see Amanda and Leah start at the back. Maybe put Katie a left or Steph, uh, now she's back. I don't know. The one thing that's been surprising me has been the absence of Kim because she hasn't played since the, since the Chelsea game and no injury's been disclosed. I don't know why she has been playing because clearly without those two players this season especially and in the past, Kim and Katie... We don't seem to be the same, and I feel like the one or two of the forward line that hasn't started, um, namely Steena and Chloe, ought to start. So I would like to see a few changes being made. I don't think he should be going with the same lineup going to this game and give the players a rest with what's a tough schedule ahead. So as far as season defining, yes, and we would like to we would like to um, win a trophy we haven't won in eight years, but. Let's see. Again, it's down to the manager tactically. Can he outwit a very good manager in Gareth Taylor himself? It's going to be down to whether what happens on the day. And yeah, hopefully we can give our fans something to shout about. Well, yeah, I mean, we need something to shout about after last week, don't we, really? I mean, um, I don't, you know, we Leah Williamson is a fantastic player, right? And she's an important player for us. She's a leader. We know what she brings to the team, right? But I don't want her to start. If she's only fit enough for no, six minutes, I suppose, yeah. You cannot make a substitution in your mind before a game has started. A substitution happens as the way the game plays out. You make your yeah. substitutions to adapt to the game situation, whether you're winning or whether you're losing or you're drawing, whatever the situation is. You make substitutions. You don't plan a substitution before and say, "Well, this player can only play sixty minutes, so at sixty minutes, I'm taking her off." Regardless, no. Yeah. You start players who can play 90 minutes. And if he starts Leah Williamson and he takes her off after 60 minutes, having already said in his press conference, she's only got 60 minutes in her, to me, he yeah. should be sacked on the spot. That's ridiculous. That is not yeah. acceptable. You cannot do that. Substitutions no. you make in the game, in the circumstances, obviously, if a player get injured, they come off. That's different. But you make substitutions to influence the game at that Absolutely. time, whether it's to hold on for a win, whether it's to turn a defeat into a win or whatever it is. You do that during the game. You don't plan it before. If a player's not fit enough, you, they do not start. And that's no, it. Absolutely. If you can't play a full game, they do not start. No, and if he starts her and then takes her off after 60 minutes, then that to me is that is amateur. That is an amateurish yeah. thing to do. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. It just is. At the top level, you do not do that. You do not do that. Top manager does not do that. You don't. Yes, Leah Williamson needs minutes. She needs minutes on the pitch. There's no doubt. She's got to be playing. But you bring her on. Bring her on in the game. Give her 30, 40 minutes if you want to do that in the second half. Do yeah, that. Really. If the game allows it, if the game allows it, you do it. You don't put one player's fit, fitness over no. the team's performance or result. You don't do that. No, if you exactly. can't bring her on, you don't bring her on. <laughs> we win the game. That's it. If you need to bring her on, bring her on. She's got 60 minutes in her, so she can play 30 or, or, or 25 if she has to, if we need yeah. it to her. Yeah. Do that. And then you, that's what you do. You start your team. It should be a team that, but I know Jonas has said a lot, hasn't he? You get a starting team and a finishing team, and they're not the same always. 
and that's fine. But you do not start your eleven unless you think that eleven can finish the game. <laughs> Potentially, they're fit enough to finish the game, and that's how it should be. And if you make you make changes, the game goes long, and when you have to. So I don't want to see that happening because to me, and if Leah Williamson starts and she doesn't get injured, she either starts and plays the full game, or she doesn't start and she comes on. That's it. There's yeah. only two options. He hasn't that's got right. the option of starting. What he did last week was ridiculous, and he yeah. can't repeat that again. He cannot repeat that again. Um, so no. yeah. That's something that I don't want to see happening, but I, I think I would like to see six or seven changes actually. To the absolutely, start of the I think that absolutely. I would, need like, to, yeah. no I would like to see six or seven, and we can make them. You know, Chloe can come in, Stina can come in, um, uh, uh, Kyra can come in, uh, you, Breda Marnham can come in. You know, Katie McCabe should come in. You know, having missed last week, that's fine. Uh, Amanda Willis that should come back in because she's been playing well. Um, so yeah, we can make the. I would. Seriously, think about the goalkeeper. He said, "But let's see." Um, Terry makes a good point here. He said, "Last season, the girls had fight in them. They seem to have lost it this season." Yeah, that, that's a really good point. Good point. I, good point. I agree with that. They did last season in all the adversity that we that we faced. The one thing that they did was show fight and heart and commitment. Absolutely. And where's that gone? I mean, Andreas, where has that gone this season? It's largely the same group of players. Yes, there's some new ones come in. Where's that fighting spirit gone? That never say die attitude that got us through so many big games last season with such adversity. Where's that disappeared to? Yeah, this is uh, really missing. And um, last Sunday, uh, as I said, the, the Western players were throwing themselves in every shoot. Uh, they were fighting for for every inch on the pitch when they were two one up. And uh, I haven't seen this from our team, at least not not in those matches we we lost. And um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, these these other things you have to to blame the manager for. Uh, he's responsible for 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 the team, for the team spirit, for fighting, for for tactics, and uh, something is not not working as it should, and it's not working as it did last season when we had when we had such a small squad. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. I would like to see. Changes in the lineup too, but I don't think he'll make lot lot changes. Maybe maybe he won't uh, start uh, Leah Williamson, but uh, that might be um, this. And, and bringing Katie in for for probably Steph. These are the only changes he will do. And uh, I remember Pep Guardiola once said uh, there are three players uh, he never wants to change in a match. Uh, these are the two uh, centre backs and the goalkeeper. If they are not injured, he doesn't want to change them. And, and we go into a match, and and we know at halftime we change centre back. Uh, yeah. That's strange. And uh, please don't repeat this against City. Maybe the, the game, yeah, the game could develop in a way that that we have to bring more defenders if we are one nil or two one up, and then and we have to defend this this uh, lead and bring Leo and. As an additional defender, but don't start her and say oh, this is one change we have to do, and you limit your your possibilities uh, to change with this. Yeah, yeah. Right. Will, will you I don't think so. No, I mean you're, you're absolutely absolutely right. I mean, I I do believe he will make more changes than that. Personally, I think he will. Um, in a way, maybe the London Lionesses game being postponed as maybe help that because I think that he would have made lots of changes for that game. All of these squad players that aren't playing would have played against <coughs> London 
the Lionesses, and then he could have changed it back for this game and put his other team back in. But I don't think he can do that now. Yes, we've got the Lionesses game in the week, and he'll know he'll make changes for that. But I think the fact that that game was called off now means some of those players will need to start this game against Man City. And I think that it will do that. I think it'll always be forced to do it. So I think there will be changes more than just one or two. I'm expecting, I'm ex- I would like six or seven. I'm expecting maybe three or four, if I'm honest. That's probably what I'd expect to see. But let's see. If he picks the same starting 11 that started last week, I wouldn't actually be entirely surprised. I don't want to see no, that because no. I need to be using the squad, but I wouldn't be totally surprised if that was the case. Um, yeah. A rendition says there, uh, Jonas has drained it off, has drained them off it. He said, watch Frieda and Steiner's body language. It yeah. seems off, maybe it will lack a minute. But of course, yeah, they're not going to be over the moon, are they, those two? They were playing regularly last season and now they, they're struggling to get on the pitch. So, of course, those two aren't going to be particularly happy. Although I do think that Frieda's done well this season, scored goals, Steen are the same. So, it's not affecting their performance so much, is it? They're, they're, they're performing quite well, considering uh, their game time's been restricted. So, I'm not actually overly worried about them particularly. But, yeah, of course, it's going to affect body language when you're not getting minutes on the pitch. Of course, it is. Uh, Rendition wants to go for a double pivot of Leah and Kyra. Uh, Leah mm. Walter, not, not Leah Williamson. Um, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily mind that, actually, no. I mean, I, I think Vicky Palova's been playing well, though. But, yeah, we need to rotate the squad, absolutely. Um, Zephyr says there, two years ago, we were unbeaten in the, the WSL and eventually we lost the title to Chelsea. Our loss came versus Birmingham. We were relegated, yeah, we mentioned it earlier. Uh, three seasons in with massive investment. One I trophy. Time, yeah. Time. yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you completely. Um, I just think that at this moment in time, we've still got two cups to fight for. We've still got the top three, and, and you know, and who knows if if Man City were to beat Chelsea in the league, right? If we were then to beat Man City and Chelsea in, in the league, who knows? Maybe we, we could get fight our way back into it, but it seems unlikely. Let's be honest, um, it does. But who knows? That would actually put us back in charge, wouldn't it? Because Chelsea would have lost two more games. That's six points there. We would beat City to claw the three points back on them. So it's possible, but I think at the moment it's not time to make the change. I think if we lose to City this week. I think if we don't then go on and, and win the Continental Cup and we don't then go on and finish in the top three, it'll almost certainly be sacked, I think, anyway, at the end of the season. It has to be, wouldn't it? Let's be honest. It would have to be. Um, but let's see. Rendition um, says, the only problem when Jonas makes changes, even if the players perform out of their skin, he will revert back to his start 11 in the WSL. How deflating must that be for the players? Yeah, that, that seems to be what's happened. Yeah, Steena scores a hat-trick in the Cup on the bench in the next game in the league. And that, that can't be right, can it? That can't be good for the players' confidence and their mental state. It can't be. No. Um, yeah. And Hannah says, we need Mary Earth, please. <laughs> we can't get her now, though, can we? So we're going to have to wait for the season. So it's a bit late to think about Mary Earth now. Let's wait till the summer and see if if, if, um, if we get Mary Earth in. But the summer could be totally different if we've got a new manager, for example. You know, <laughs> that, that might be where we are. So we don't really know what's going to happen yet, do we? Um, Terry makes a point. There's good thing about City, they do give you chances, uh, but we need to start taking them. Yeah, you're right. City will give us chances, and you're right, we will have to take them as well, because we're going to give them chances, let's be honest, we are. Uh, and they'll make their own chances as well, because they've got some very good players. So, it's, it could be a really open, exciting game, but um, let's see. And Jazz, we need your score prediction. Come on, we need your score prediction. What, what are you saying for Sunday? Come on. Uh, if you ask me this uh, on Sunday after the West Ham game, at the City's winning... 4-1 or so. Yeah, 4-1. Uh, but, 4-1. Yeah, it's, it's a week. It's a week. 
we are Arsenal fans and I try to be optimistic. So I say, uh, City, with, with this um, attacking line, they will at least score two goals. Lorenham, Chloe Kelly, Anisha, uh, I don't think we can keep them calm over a whole match. They will score two goals against our weak defense. And so will we be able to score three? We have the power to score three goals and that's what I hope and I say uh, we'll win 3-2 in extra time. Oh, that's optimistic. I like. You said you wasn't optimistic before. You're optimistic now. I like that. That's, that's <laughs> you poked them up. You poked um, them up. I want to win, so I can't say oh, we're going to lose. Then, then I, I can't uh, watch the match when when I say, oh, we're going to lose. I watch this. No, no. I, I want to win. <laughs> and I say we we are going to win. I I will watch it and I will watch win in extra time. Well, let, let's let's hope you're right. I mean, I, I agree with you. It, last Sunday, after that game, I agree. I I didn't think we'd have a chance of beating Man City. I really didn't. I thought that was it. I thought the season was over and mm. we might as well have just given up. But there and then. But yeah, a week a week's gone by, and you know you have a chance to sit and think about things. And you know we do have a great record against City at Meadow Park in recent years, and I do think that's an advantage for us this weekend. I really do. And. Um, we know we've got uh, as good a team as them. They're in better form, absolutely. We've got as good a team one to eleven as they have. There's no reason why we can't beat them, and we're at home. So, so yeah, I'm feeling a little bit more optimistic now than I was earlier in the week. But I agree. I think Man City will score. Am I? What's your score prediction then for Sunday? Yeah. Are you, do you think we'll go through? Yeah, it's a tough one. I think we're at home. We we'll have the crowd behind us. It might just put the team up. I get them going. But yeah, it's going to be tough. I think we might need, like it was in last season's Conti Cup semi-final, we next time possibly penalties. So I know it might not be good for the nose, but I'll go, I don't know, two all after extra time and ask to win on penalties or something. We'll see. Wow. Okay. I mean, we're going to be in for a long day, aren't we, if that's the case? That's um, all. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm real optimistic. Boy. I'd like to see we us win on penalties. Would you want? So, I mean, let's see. No, no, I mean, I'd like us to win. I actually think, I don't know, I actually think we might win it in 90 minutes, you know. I, I don't know. I've just got this feeling that we've we've got this little thing over Man City at home yeah. in recent years. And yeah. I just think, it, I, I've, yes, these sort of little runs tend to end, don't they? But we've, we've beaten them, what, four or five times in a row at Meadow Park now in yeah, competition. Right. And I think it's going to continue, I do. So I'm going to say we're going to win it in, in normal time. I think we will. I think we'll win it in 90 minutes. And I think we'll win it 2-1 again. I think it will be 2-1 again. And I don't think it's going to be such a scrappy, lucky goal that wins it. I think we'll we'll win because we'll deserve to win on the day. We will play a lot better. And yes, we'll concede a goal. Of course we will. <laughs> We're playing against some good attacking players. We will concede a goal. But I think we'll I don't think we'll concede more than one. And I think we'll win. And I think we'll go through. And I think it'll be a happy days and it'll be great. Um, but it could be very nervy and very tense, and it's going to be exciting. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Zephyr yeah. um, says there, question for the panel. If Jonas doesn't win the league this season, do you think he should be sacked? And if not, why? Because uh, mm. he'll be in his fourth season with just a Conti Cup trophy. Well, I mean, let's see. Where the league isn't the only trophy, is it? We've got two cups we can win, and if we were to win two the, the, the two cups this season with the Conti Cup, that would be three trophies in three seasons, which isn't actually bad, is it? It's not. It's not as good as it could have been. We we could have won a league title or two. I agree, but let's see. At the end of the season, I think first of all, if he doesn't finish in the top three. We're out of the Champions League and we only win the Continental Cup. I don't win anything. Absolutely sack him. I wouldn't I wouldn't have any problem with that. As much as I like him, you, you can't argue with that. 
if if we won both the cups and we finished in the top three, I think he deserves at least one more season because we've we've, we've made progress from last season. One trophy last season, two this season. That's showing progress, isn't it? And then next season we yeah. have to win the league. <laughs> really, realistically, so. I wouldn't necessarily say just winning the league is, is going to be sack him or not. If we don't win anything and we finish fourth, absolutely sack him. And mm. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind that at all. I, I don't think it's just about... I think winning the league now is going to be very difficult anyway. <laughs> you know, yes, Man City could beat Chelsea. We can beat them both and nick it on the last day on goal difference or something ridiculous. But um, what do you think, Andreas? Would, would you, if he doesn't win the league, do you think he should be sacked or do you think there's more to it than just that? No, I think um, uh, finalizing in, in top three and uh, winning at least one cup, uh, then uh, the cup uh, will stay with him and uh, he won't be sacked. But uh, losing against City and United in the next two weeks, uh, I think uh, he will be sacked during the season. And, and we are out of FA Cup. We, we are definitely in, in danger of not finishing top three. Uh, we won't. He won't survive uh, this in his job. Uh, yeah, top three in the league is essential for us, for yeah, for re-signing players. Like uh, yeah, with contract is running out. I think Stinas is running out. So if we don't finish top three, it will be difficult to re-sign players and to sign top new players. Uh, yeah, and yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see it. Uh, FA Cup, we know, on Sunday evening, whether we are still in. If well, yes, well, one yeah. big opponent is, is out. It's only Chelsea and United who are really dangerous. Then uh, then everything's possible. But, um, yeah, as I said, uh, the next two weeks uh, will decide about Jonas' future. Yeah, let's, let's hope. Uh, we will be in a position in summer uh, to say, oh, let's keep Jonas. He has done great the next season with this sport, he'll win the league. Let's hope this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think, I don't think he'll be set before the end of this season, actually. I think it will be where we are at the end. If we're in the top three, if we have won a cup, he's not going to be sacked probably. And that's probably fair enough. If we're not in the top three, then yes, I think that is probably curtains for him, even if we were to win the Continental Cup again. That, that isn't really showing progress from last season when we've got a stronger squad. To win, to only end up in the same position that we were a year ago, to me, wouldn't be enough. Yeah. That's not pro yeah, it'd be great to win the Continental Cup again. And we've got a great chance to reach the final now with the way the draws worked out. But um, yeah, I mean, rendition there says, uh, question, if Jonas does make top three but fails through the Champions League qualifier, should he get the sack? <laughs> I mean, that would be, well, no. I don't think he could afford to fail twice in a row in the qualifiers. No, I don't think he could. I mean, for what, would, would they? See, the thing is, right, you've got the, you'll have the transfer window in the summer. He's going to bring players in. Yeah. If he then fails to make it through the Champions League qualifiers, are you going to sack a manager when you can't, the new manager can't buy players till January because the transfer window starts? That's going to be a problem, isn't it? Are you better off sticking with Jonas until January, maybe then, to bring a new manager in when they can buy some, bring some players? In? I don't know. It's a tough one, actually. I don't really know what I would do. It's a tough one, isn't it? He should qualify out of the qualifiers for the Champions League if we get top three. He should yeah. do. We should. We've got the team to do it. We should have done it this year. Um, 
I don't know. Would you sack him, Andreas, if that was the case? Would you sack him if we didn't make the, if we didn't make it through the qualifiers again two years running? It's bad. No. It's bad. No, uh, we have to make the decision in summer before the season starts. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The season has yeah. started, and and the Champions League qualifiers are a part of the new season. Then you can't react uh, after three or four weeks. That's that wouldn't be good. And uh, no. Yeah, I don't see it before the season starts, and or or stick with the manager for at least half another season. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I, I, that would make sense to me. <laughs> it would. I mean, Emma, what would you do if 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 he failed? If we get third place this year and then don't qualify, would you get rid of him there and then, or do it before uh, the season started, or do it or not do it at all? It's a difficult one, isn't it? I mean, yeah, we have to try and get back in the Champions League. It's not good enough to be having all these... Uh, well, it's just like it's almost to not qualify for the Champions League. It's not enabled to build on that wonderful scenes we had at the last springtime when we sold out the Emirates for Wolfsburg and selling out big games. It's like it's good to have these big games at Emirates, but if you want to do it week in, week out, you've got, uh, you've got to be playing in Europe and it shows with Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Okay, maybe they're not selling it out week in, week out, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think, look, we've still got a four-point, it's not all doom and gloom. We've still got a four-point buffer over Manchester United and third. Beat them next week and it'll be seven. And I don't see I don't see Manchester United make up, but even if there's eight games to go, okay, then we've still got the four games. I don't see them making up a seven-point deficit. So we just got to take a game by time and hope that hope that we can just win games and this manager can stop taking the blame all the time for the defeat for the for the play, sorry so this manager can stop taking the blame for all the uh, defeats when it's up to him to make sure that to make the necessary changes in order to win games you know we want to see that more often stop blaming yourself be more proactive on the pitch and we, we, we want maybe we'll, we'll be happy a bit more happy and consider your position and not be talking about your position all the time. So, yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's down to him. I would like to see him stay, but I would also, like, at the same time, like him to be a bit more flexible and stop taking the blame consistently for the team's poor performances because you've got a wonderful bunch of group of players there and you're clearly, they're clearly, you're not getting the best out of them and you need to, that needs to change. So, rather than talk the talk, he's got to also walk the walk at the same time as well for me. So, it's, it's a blatantly obvious way he needs to change. And I don't want him to get the sack, but if it continues, then we don't make top three and we don't qualify, we don't win the trophy, then I feel, yeah, I feel like he has to go. Yes, and I don't think anybody would would necessarily argue with that. Even Jonas, his biggest fan, probably would accept that would be his fate if that was the case. I mean, you're making a good point, actually, about selling out the, out the Emirates and the big crowds that we that we take, you know, the, the away following that we have, you know, Absolutely. Meadow Park sold out every time we play there. But that is only going to be sustainable if the team are competing. If we're not competing, if, if yeah, we stay right. in just, if we're just third place, if we're just a third place team for the next two or three yeah, years, right. we're not winning enough cups, we're not progressing no. in Europe. Are these fans going to keep, yes, women's football's got a big boom at the moment, right? And, yeah, and we've yeah. got the biggest boom because of who we are, right? And, and the, the club market it really well. But ultimately, yeah. it's a results game, isn't it? If the yeah, team yeah. aren't getting the results on the pitch, is it going to be a part where the, the fans do stop buying the tickets in the same numbers that they have been? It would be interesting to see. And I think that would be the thing that would really push the club into making the change when they see the, the Emirates half ball for yeah. games that were previously being sold out next season, if that's the case, if we're not challenging. And people think, well, you know, I'm not going to, I'm, I don't want to go and watch them because it's, it's, no, it's not worth it. They're not producing no. the results. That yeah. could happen because fans are quite fickle, let's be honest. You know, yeah. they, they've, 
they've become fickle at the moment. They're following women's football because of how popular it is and how how trendy it is. And it'd be quite easy for them to stop following it. They didn't follow it two years ago. They'd be quite easy to go and find something else to do on a Saturday or a Sunday because they did before. So the, the, the only way that's going to be sustained is if the, the team are keeping everybody engaged. And the only way they're going to do that is to be challenging for a big title on a consistent basis and getting those big European games and getting, you know, it's no point playing Chelsea at the Emirates. If Chelsea are 10 points clear at the top of the league, we've got no chance of catching them. No, You're exactly. not going to play at the Emirates. If that's the case, because no one, not as many people will be as interested in the game. That's the problem, isn't it? And it is a result, it is football and sports result business. business. Yeah, it's a result yeah. business. And Jonas is responsible for the results. And if that's going to, I'm sure the club would look at that more. I think the club would look on that side of it more important than winning a cup or not winning a cup. Yeah. Is the stadium sold out? Can we yeah. sell 50,000 tickets on a regular basis at the Emirates? No. Well, in that case, then there must be some problem with the manager. So that's that'll be the time they'll do it. That'll be that'll push them, I think, the club rather than necessarily always individual results or individual competitions. It'll be are the fans still coming? Are people still going to want to watch the team? Are we going to play in front of packed houses everywhere? Jonas loves it. He said he loves playing in front of a packed Emirates. Well, if you do, mate, you better start winning some of these games because otherwise <laughs> exactly. it won't be coming because people won't be coming. Trust me, they won't because football fans are like that. You yeah, know, yeah. these people will find, find something else to do. Um, Jaffa says there. Um, so basically, you're saying if Jonas doesn't win anything this season, finishes second, third this season, he should be given another season. <laughs> Come on, guys, look at that squad of the money he spent. Yeah. I'm not saying if, if he doesn't win anything. I think if, if we don't win anything this season and we finish third again, to me, that's a backward step from last season because we won, we got Champions League semi final, we won a cup and we finished third. If, if we only finish third this season, get knocked out of the other cup, we're out of Europe, that's a, that's a regression with a bigger squad. And we would have to question him, absolutely. And I would do, absolutely, 100% I would. But the season hasn't finished yet. We're still in two cups. And we still could win the league, mathematically. So, you know, let's not let's not yeah. make let's not make those decisions now. Let's see where we are in May. And then we then we look at it and say, actually, no, we need to make the changes. It's, we're going backwards. We're, we're, more, yeah. we're more interested in the squad. And that's not acceptable. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, let's see where we are first before we get, uh, before we yeah. get 2K away. Um, Terry says to Jeff on there, oh, you are Tetter out as well. Well, on the basis that he's just oh, given for Stop talking about Mikel, please, man. He's doing well. It's the same basis, isn't it? It's the same basis. Again, if, if, if the manager's not winning trophies, spending talking money to improve the squad and they're not improving, then yes, of course, sacking should be an option. That could be worse. Uh, could be choice. But uh, but we shall see. And Terry says, I've never seen Andreas look so sad. He says, <laughs> <laughs> I think last week really has affected us all. Really. That wasn't great, was it? Um, Wayne says it's true we have a massive following, bigger than Chelsea's, yet in recent times, so much less. Very good, very true, very yeah. true. Yeah, it's true, yeah. And I do think, we're, yes, Arsenal are the biggest club in women's football. We'll always have a big fan base, we absolutely will. But we couldn't sell out the Emirates two years ago, we were still as big a club then. And it's a boom at the minute, isn't it? And we've got to make the most of this boom, yes. which we've done. But Absolutely. we've got to keep... Because in the next two or three years' time, if we're still in this position in the league and we're not winning, it yeah. won't still happen. It won't still happen. Yeah, it, it, it just won't. Um, Alice says, and Kadena, they're regretting to sign for us. Well, no, I'm sure they're not regretting signing for Arsenal. I'm sure they're not. I'm sure, I'm sure they're happy. They want to play more games. Of course they do. Mm. And they will come. Their time will come. Don't worry about that. It will come. Um Right, okay, what about the well, obviously we are playing London City Lionesses next week. Hopefully, if the weather stops raining for a little 
Um, we should win, shouldn't we? Are we still confident about that one, Andreas? You're predicting a big win for that one. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll stick to that. Uh, uh, if we if we really beat City, as I said, we three three two in extra time, then we'll go with a lot of self confidence in in the London City Lionesses match, and uh, yeah, we will make a lot of changes in in the lineup. I think you will change seven, eight, nine positions and. Uh, yeah, the team is still strong enough to to beat uh, the London City Lions. Uh, I'll stick to my prediction from last week. I say we'll win there 5-0. Oh, 5 nil. Yeah, 5-0. <laughs> that'd be great, won't it? And of course, huh. just in case you missed it earlier, they did have the draw. And if we beat the City Lions in the semi-final, we're going to play Aston Villa. Yeah. We shouldn't even win a competition, should they? Because they cheated to get through. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they we, will take them in the, we will take them in the semi-final and beat them, hopefully. They should we start done well against us. Then everything is said and done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good idea. And then they'll be kicked out again for the second time. <laughs> and we'll go through. But we should be able to beat them anyway, regardless. Yeah, let's just take a um, game at a time. One game at a time. Whether they get kicked out or not. But no. So that, that's, that's what we'll get. if we Let's not take London City line for granted yet. No, but yeah, we, we should win that game. Um, so Andrew, it's game 5-0. We like that. So, um, uh, obviously, we're going to beat them, aren't we? London City line Well, let's London, see. I know. Well, I don't know. I don't think any well Wednesday's game Sunday's game shouldn't have a bearing on that. Just just don't not really. really. Well, yeah, well, we saw we'll see what we did against Reading. We weren't taking for granted. We've scored five goals in uh, all the both games against them. If she plays, you know, she could uh, play score against them again. So yeah. I'll go three three or four nil. Yeah. Let's say three nil. I'll go three nil. Yeah. And of course, the interesting thing about the London City Lionesses game is now, of course, it's on Valentine's Day. And of course, <laughs> Katie McCabe and Richard Littlejohn are going to be facing oh, each other. Or Caitlin as well. Caitlin as well. And Caitlin as well, yeah. So there's going to be fireworks, I think, not flowers, maybe on Valentine's Day there. But anyway, um, yeah. we'll see what happens. That could be quite interesting. Yeah. Um, so, of course, we'll win. Yeah. I mean, I think I said 6 0 last week. And so I'll predict that again. We, we should be far too good for them regardless of what 11 starts for Arsenal and quite honestly if we don't beat London City Lionesses then Yono should be sacked straight after that game if they're yeah. doing the game in half, like they sacked their manager what would have been doing the game if we don't beat London City Lionesses then they should sack him at half time um, that well, I'm not if we're not beating them four at half time yeah. <laughs> um, but no, obviously that won't happen will it um, but no so yeah we, we, obviously we'll win that game but yeah the Man City game is it, it, it almost season defining isn't it because I think if we're at the FA Cup all we're left with is what we won last season. And not that we should take that for granted, because winning a cup is, is difficult to do and it's it's a great achievement to win a cup. But I don't think that would be enough, would it, with everything that we've invested in the squad to end the season with the only trophy that we won last. Yes, winning a trophy every season is, is good and it's nice to do it. But, um, but yeah, I don't think it will be quite enough this season, just no. if it was just that again. I don't think it would be. Um, no. Rendition says, Gunnosaurus is in the room. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe that's maybe that's I'm not quite sure if that's going to work. But anyway, yeah. I, I don't know actually. I mean, I, I, obviously, Gunasaurus is great, and he, he takes some great penalties in the you know, half time and stuff like that. But I don't know what his team talks will be like. I really don't. I'm not sure what his team talks will be like. But anyway, um, hopefully, we won't find out. Um, anyway. So that well, that was quite exciting, wasn't it? All that stuff going on. We, I think, we have been a little bit down in the dumps this week, a little, and I don't think it's surprising with with last Sunday. I don't think we've completely got over oh, that yet. I mean, we beat Liverpool, so that cheered us all up, didn't it? And we got West Ham. Well, the Liverpool, yeah, but it, the, the men beat Liverpool, and that was great. But the the men beating Liverpool didn't mean it didn't make the women get three well, extra points. <laughs> so no. it didn't really make up for it totally, did it? It was a separate thing, and it was great for what it was. But yeah, um, I'm personally. 
haven't really got over that West Ham game yet because of how what impact it's going to have. Yeah, um, but obviously, if we beat Man City Sunday, then um, I think we'll all accept that. That'll be fine, yeah. and we'll be looking forward to another FA FA Cup game. Um, now, uh, what we've got actually coming up, we've actually got something a little bit different this week because sure. Amar usually gives us questions and they're great, but actually, Andreas has decided he wants to get involved, and Andreas has got a big question for us today. We're really looking forward to this because it's we've been waiting to do it for a few weeks. But obviously, Andreas yeah. was in London the other week, and Amar was away last week, and it's just been a bit up in the air. So, we're finally going to get this. Let's get this done. I've got my pen and my paper ready. I've I'm got sure my I'm pick up one as well. This is going to be good stuff. So, Andreas, take it away. Give us your teaser of the week. It's my turn now, yeah. Uh, we were talking a lot about hat-tricks uh, in, in the last weeks. So, okay. uh, But now, uh, only considering uh, Arsenal women in WSL since okay. season 2010-11, how oh, many oh. hat-tricks did our players score? Yeah. And and how many players scored a hat trick? So, for example, since the start of the WSL, only in the WSL since oh, 2010. Yeah. Maybe you say uh, 50 players scored 100 hat tricks. That's not correct, but just for example. <laughs> and of course, name them. Not only say how many, so name oh, the players. That's a great question. That's <laughs> a how great many Arsenal question. players in total since the WSL started have scored a hat trick? Yeah. In the WSL, yeah. In WSL since 2010. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, I think what we should maybe maybe go through some of the players. That have. Obviously, Viv is one. She scored oh, a few hat tricks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so cool, like, we will definitely have Viv. Viv's one. Jill Viv Rod's another Viv. one because she would have. Got Jill Rod, yeah. Viv. Got Jill three Rod. in a row, didn't she? One season. No, I don't think it's actually that many. I'm trying to think of all the players that have left as well. So you, you said Jill and Viv, and who else did you mention? No, we said just uh, said Viv and Jill so far. We said Viv, Jill, Rod. Ross oh, um, must have scored one recently. And how many? How many did Viv score? How many hat tricks? What do you think? How many hat tricks has she scored? Oh my! Uh, God. Oh, I would say oh. five. <laughs> I know she scored two in the title-winning season. She scored yeah. one against Liverpool, one against Reading comes to mind. He scored them six against Bristol City. Oh, yeah, six against Bristol. I can fit. Does that double hat trick count as two hat tricks? Yeah, uh, no, it's still only one. We'll count it as one. It was one game, wasn't it? Um, I think Viv's got maybe four, five hat tricks. Viv must have scored. Four or she five. More. Yeah, I'm, I'd, I'd say five personally. But it's more than more. five. Yes. It's more Is than it? five. Wow. Jeez. Oh my we need God. to think of some more of the players that as. Yeah, I think surely Beth must have scored a hat trick somewhere along the line. Beth, I don't think she has. Yes, she must have scored a hat trick somewhere along the line. In the WSL, she has. Oh, against two. I can't even remember who that was against now. No, I can't. Not in the WSL. No, maybe it hasn't happened. Oh, for god. Oh, my god. Um. Caitlin oh. Ford must have done. Caitlin Ford has done, surely. No, Caitlin Ford. No, no, she's not. Oh, maybe it was a cup game. She got a hat trick against somebody. It must have been a cup game. Yeah, not in the WSL. Oh my god, that's hard. Okay. <laughs> um, well, editions come up with a guess. Ellen White. There's a good guess. Ellen oh, White. Oh yeah. Be... Yes, that's right. Ellen yeah, Ellen White must be right. Oh, yeah. Oh, Kelly Smith must have. Surely, Kelly Smith. Yes. Yeah, Kelly Smith. Yeah, I reckon. Um, um, what's her Kelly name? Uh, Jill Ward. Um, 
Beth Mead has definitely scored a hat trick in the WSL. Yes. Who's that against? I can't think of it. I can't think of that was against. 2019. 2019? Mm. Well, the season we won the title or the season after? 2019 20. In oh, so it'd have been the season after we won the title. Yes. Oh, my God. I don't remember. I even remember. I know that was a COVID hit season. Was it mm. Reading? Was it against Reading? I don't have the opponents. I only have uh, the season uh, and. I'm sure it might have been ready. Like, it might have been ready. 2019. Um, so we've got. We've, I think we've got five at the minute, haven't we, so far? Um, Stina? No, not in the WSL. No, no, no. So, it was only one hat trick, and that was against in the. Uh, oh, Kim Little must have scored a hat trick somewhere. Yeah, Kim Little, of course. Yeah, Kim Little, definitely, yeah. Jordan Nobbs. Yeah, Jordan Nobbs. No. No. I know. Not in the Ooh, league. Okay. Our rendition's gone DVD, surely. Oh, yeah, yes. Daniel uh, Van der Donk, of course. West Ham. Yeah. I remember Vandedonk. that game. Was yeah. Yeah. Van der Donk, that's a good shout Vandedonk. as well, actually. Ooh, when did Ben um, score? 2019 season? I don't recall. Van der Donk. Chris, um, favourite player. Yeah? Terry's favorite player, Terry's Jim Beaton. Yes, no. Jim, yeah, I was going to say Jim Beaton. I remember. I, I couldn't remember if that was in the WSL. in October 2012. October 2012. <laughs> wow. Oh my god! Wasn't that in a game we won something like eight nil or something? Something like that, wasn't it? It was one of them sort of games. It was you got actually. I do remember that now. Um, who else? Oh man, this is, this five, is a good question. Five, five names missing. Five, five. Wow, this is great oh. stuff. I'm liking this quiz. Um, <laughs> oh, no. I think I've got a, oh, Rachel Yankee must have surely. Rachel Yankee, no, mm-hmm. no, Daniel, Daniel Carter, yes, oh, yes, DC, DC, yes. What season was she that? She'll be playing against us for London Lionesses next week, won't she? As well, and she's she's one of them. She's playing for London City now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought she was at Brighton. I knew she was at Brighton. Then Carter in 2015. 2013, 2015. All right. Um. Yeah. So is that four more now? Four more. Oh, four more. Oh my God! You've got to be forward to come. Sorry? Two from the current squad and two... Well, we said the two from the current squad, and we have been Beth. Yeah. No, two more. Two, two more, more from the current the squad. Current squad. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Chloe's not done it yet. Russo's not done it yet. No. Oh, my days. <laughs> um, oh, not, not Frida, surely. Yes, Frida. Frida? Yeah, Frida, yeah. yeah. In December 2022. Against Leicester, wasn't it? That was a brace, wasn't it? Wasn't a hat-trick. No. no. A hat-trick. Frida Monham scored a hat-trick. Mm-hmm. She was the last. Really? Oh, I thought that was a brace against Leicester. Could have sworn. Oh, yeah, of course. it was. A... No, that was in the Champions League against Zurich. That's not WSL. In the WSL on 21st December 2022. 21st of December. Who was the opponent? I should know that. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not doubting you, but I'm pretty. I'm, 
21st of December. So there's one more in the current squad then one more in the current squad and yeah two... Andreas, that wasn't that was against um zurich that was in the champions league anyway i'm um, fair enough i could have sworn that was in the champions league but fine no no it's fine i could be wrong but uh frida who else you've got three more one of the current squad it's not, be, it's not going to be Katie, it's not going to be Steph, it's not going to be Leah, it's not going to be Lotta. Katie McCabe. Katie McCabe. Katie McCabe. In December 2019. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think this is WSL plus other competition. Something's telling me because I don't recall these, but that doesn't necessarily mean I know when. No, I, I, I actually thinking about Katie McCabe. Yeah, I, I think I can remember. I can't remember it was against. I seem to do remember getting a hat trick. So there's two more from like the old older team that yeah yes. okay. Um, Kim Little, we said, didn't we? Yeah, we said. Oh, hold on! I've know another one. Oh, I might know another one. Lisa Evans. Yes. Yes. Good shout. Yes, Lisa. Crystal, Evans. that eleven-one win. I remember. I think she scored a hat trick in that. September 2020. Okay, I wasn't in the game against Bristol as I thought. Then no, no, she scored. I think she got two against Bristol. And Lisa Evans. I think oh, the Lisa Evans. Yeah, I think the last one. Is there one, one more? Is there one more left now? One more left, but I don't oh. think that you will. You will find her. This must be going back time. It was uh, in in February 2019. A very young player. February 2019. That's not that long ago, if you think. Not about that long ago, is it actually? February that would be the 1819 season, wouldn't it? That would have been when Joe was a manager. That's the season we lost, won the title. Yeah. Oh god, who was in this? I'm guessing they don't play for us anymore. No. Oh god. It's it's the third February 2019, and it was Ruby Grant. Oh, Ruby Grant. Oh, my God. I remember oh, I'd never have got that one. I'd never have got Ruby that one. I know she was, um, she was, that must have been, con yeah. I, that's a very good question, but I have a feeling some of these are also include, not just WSL, but these include Champions League and Conti Cup as well. Something tells me that. Then, then uh, my source is wrong. I don't know. No, no, no. I'm not saying your source is wrong at all. Is I that, don't doubt Was that 13 part. then, Andres? Is that 13 in total? Yeah, 13. 13 players wow. and and it was 30 hat-tricks. 30? Viv is, of course, a top uh, with 10 hat-tricks. 10 hat-tricks? Yeah. Wow. Brilliant. Wow. I've never said 10. Jeez. DVD with 4. 4. Wow. Jill Roth with 3. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Smith, 2. Dan Carter, twice. Okay. Little, twice. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so first three that I Lisa Evans. Yeah, I did well. I've got a few there. Oh, yeah, Ellen White. Yeah, Katie McCabe. Wow, there's something big in there. Well, yeah. Jim Beatty was a good one as well. I'm surprised Terry didn't get that one actually. Terry <laughs> uh, says, Me has got a hat trick for Sunderland against Chelsea. Yeah, but that doesn't count, does it? Because that wasn't for Arsenal, was it? Um, actually, rendition done well because he got Jill Rod, he got Ellen White, and also a DVD. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a pretty good effort. Wow. Um, 
Well, yeah, that, that's a great list, actually, isn't it? What a great list of Arsenal players that is, by the way. Yeah, that is some serious research, that's all. That's some serious research right there. That yeah. is some great names as well. Some great players of the past and the present on that list. Brilliant. Yeah. Fully, fully deserved the list of them there. Fantastic no, that's a great stuff. question, Andres. That trumps some of the ones I've done in the past. They're all done there. That's good. <laughs> yeah, the first was one was Ellen White in April 2011. Oh, yeah, that was when the WSL just started. And the most recent one was um, was Frida Mann. Is that right? Yes. In my list, Frida in December 22. Yeah. That's and if uh, scored the double hat trick uh, in this. Uh, yeah. that counts, you're counting those two hat tricks, aren't you? Yeah. That's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought so. All oh, right. Yeah. That, but that's probably why it's 10 then. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, she's got. She also scored one against London City in the past. She scored so many. It's ridiculous. Yeah. She's got so many hat tricks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what a player she is, actually. But funny enough, I saw, um, because obviously we were playing London Lionesses this week, or we're supposed to have been, I saw a video clip um, someone had put on, on social media of a goal that Viv scored against London. I think we, when we beat them, was it 5 0 and she scored them all, or 4 0? She scored them 4 0, 2020, yeah. Yeah, and they showed one of the goals in that game. And, you know, she basically got the ball in, in our half of the pitch and got past about three challenges. and and ran all the way through and scored. And I'm like, that's the, that's the Viv that we want to see again. And she's not that Viv at the minute, is she? She's not that same. And it's not surprising because the injury that she's had and all that kind of stuff, right? But you, you see clips like that of, you know, the brilliant things that Viv did. And you're suddenly thinking, I want that Viv back. That Viv who did all those great things that hasn't been doing that. Even before her injury, let's be honest, she wasn't that same player, I didn't think. Even mm. before she got injured last year, so I, I don't know, but yeah, it's great when you see stuff like that, and it, it makes you realise what an unbelievable football she is. Really, it's incredible, incredible. Just so to, just, sorry, just a quick heads up because next week obviously is a Chelsea Man City game on the Friday. Are we going to try and hold the show early in the week to watch that game or not really? Oh, next mm. Friday I'm flying to London again. Oh, you're going to miss the Chelsea City game. Oh, yeah. no, it's annoying. Fortunately, but uh, oh, yeah, that'll be Friday. Yeah. Oh no, man, that's that. Well, we'll have to. I'll oh, maybe well, next Friday. Thursday. Could do it on Thursday if you wanted. Let's see. We might not be able to do a show next week. We'll have to see. Um, yeah, we'll we'll have a think about that. See what we can do. But yeah, obviously, yeah, if yeah, if, if the game's on as well, it might be yeah, it might be better not I'll to do, do a show anyway than on Friday because I think that'd be a good game to watch. Terry says, leave Super Jen alone. She's been quite <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but she got a hat trick. So we were celebrating her, Terry. We're celebrating her great hat trick that she got, um, which was a great. I, I do remember getting her hat trick as well. It was great. Um, so yeah, that, that was that was that was great though. So I enjoyed that. I like I like lists like that when you got to think of all different players that's done certain things. I think it's great to, to think of all the different names. It's great to think back on those great players, isn't it? And the great memories and whatever. So yeah, that was that was really good. We enjoyed that. Um, but there you go then. We've um, that makes me feel a bit happier now after all this misery that we've had to where we've gone through <laughs> in the last uh, hour and a bit in the show. You know, it's, it's been quite tough looking back on the last week because it's not been a great week, really. It's not been easy, um, but we're good. Some good times to come. There's be good times to come this week, starting on Sunday when we knock Man City out of the FA Cup. 
Goodness. Wednesday night, we're going to reach the semi-final in a Continental Cup, aren't we? And then, of course, next weekend, we're going to be beating Man United at the Emirates. Well, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. It's going to be brilliant and we're going to love it. So we've got a big week to come. Um, we've had a disappointing one week, but there's a new week on the on the horizon. It's always going to be good. So, yeah, it's always nice to look forward, isn't it, as well? And it's going to be great. Um, so on, um, well, actually on Sunday, I've, well, it could be a really busy day, couldn't it? Because um, we've got potential of extra time and penalties for the women's game that starts at half 12. The men starting at two o'clock against West Ham. So God knows what's going to happen with all of this. It's just, it's mad. And I'm doing a 10K race on Sunday morning. So I'm going to be having to run back to get in for the start of the women's game. I've got a busy Sunday. I've got a busy Sunday. It's going to be fun. Um, So hopefully I'll be back in time for the start of the game against Man City at half 12. Uh, My runs at like, it starts about half 10, 22, 11. Oh, well, that's a lot. Yeah. I've got to finish and then get back and get ready for the game. So it's going to be a bit of a rush, but we'll do it because that's what we like to do. Um, and we'll stick with the women's game anyway. If, if it goes to extra time, we will stick with that. Uh, even though the men's game's on, we will still stick with the women's game until the conclusion yeah. of it. Uh, if it's finished in time and it's over in 90 minutes, we'll then have and watch the men's game. Of course we will. Um, but let's see what happens. So um, it's out of our hands, really. Uh, Terry says, come on, Andreas, with your influence, get the game changed. It should be changed another day. You're absolutely right. And Andreas, should be out of sort that surely. Um, anyway, it looks like it's going to be Friday. So there you go. Um, rendition said, Let's hope Lego Head and Galaxy Brain can get wins. Exactly. Yeah, we want a big win, two big wins on Sunday. Be nice. Um, might be good. Terry says, Great show again, Richard Andreas, and eight o'clock at Cinder's Amar, and all in the chat. Come on, you uh, go to girls, make us proud. Indeed, they were, they make us proud anyway, really, don't they? Yes, we, we're not happy when they lose, but you know, that's life. Um, so yeah, we'll be, I'll be here Sunday for the uh, for the two games. Hopefully, I should be about quarter past 12 if I survive me running one piece and get back quickly. I just, I, I think someone said to me last week, just run faster, so I'll get back. <laughs> don't run too fast, don't tie yourself out. So I'll just have to push myself on faster. So, yeah, no excuse. Um, so it's part one tomorrow. It's a 10K on Sunday. Busy week of running. It's going to be good. Busy weekend. And, of course, then we've got Arsenal on Sunday. So, wow, what, what great stuff. Um, so join me for all that if you can. Of course, next week we'll be covering the Lionesses game this week because hopefully it's on this time. So we'll we'll have you, we'll have bring you that game Wednesday. We'll have to think about the show because, obviously, um, we've got the Chelsea-Man City game, which is probably worth watching, let's be honest, because it's going to be good. Um, so we might as well just watch that. Um, and of course, next weekend it is a Man United game at the Emirates, which is going to be something quite special, isn't it? Another big, big sellout crowd, hopefully, and a big game. Hopefully, we can win as well. So um, that is all to come, isn't it? So it's going to be great. So join us for all of that if you can. And of course, um, no doubt, Andreas will bring us a great blog from the Emirates next week, as always, yeah. which is great stuff. Really enjoy them. It's so good, isn't it? To get a feel of the atmosphere in the ground, all that kind of stuff. It's just great, isn't it? So we look forward to that. Um, next week as well. So lots of great stuff. So please join us for all of that. I will see you Sunday. Thanks to Andreas again for coming on the show. Have you enjoyed it? A lot, lots of lots to get through this week, wasn't there? Again. Yeah, yeah. Of course, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed every week discussing with you and uh, uh, yeah, and see the comments from our viewers. It's it's always a pleasure. And yeah, and thanks to Amar that he allowed me to to make. Oh no, it's not. I'd allowed you to. Of course, you can do it more. Do it every week. Do it every week. It's fine. Do it every week. It was great. Don't need my permission. No, it was, it was, it was great. That, that's all. We always like a good, good, good quiz on this show, and it's always good to get some, get a good question on. So thanks for that. And Amar as well. Good to see you back again this week. Obviously yeah. missed last week, but good to see you back. You enjoyed it? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, same about the result. But yeah, we'll see. Hopefully we can get have a good week. Three games coming up back to back. Yeah, and then uh, let's hope for a few goals and a few wins and uh, some cup progression. That would be nice to uh, lift the 
the blues or from the previous week. So yeah, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, let's hope that next on the next show, whenever we manage to get one in, it'll either be next week or some point or the week after. That instead of like saying maybe Jonas should be sacked, we say and Jonas is going to win a cup double. <laughs> you know, it's quickly how things can change in football, isn't it? You know, from, from doom and gloom to elation very quickly. So let's hope <laughs> that's what we're doing on our next show because it's been a, it's been a tough week. Uh, Terry says, uh, "Good luck, Sunday. Uh, take care. Stay it's safe." I'd sit her out. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so thank you for all you got here. Yeah, and Andreas said there's some great comments as always. Good that you guys are getting involved in the show and we like all that stuff. So thanks for uh, for that, joining us for all that. And so I'll see you Sunday, hopefully in time for kickoff. If I'm a bit late, Terry, don't be moaning at me. It's because I've, you know, I'm, I'm still running somewhere. I'm doing my best to get finished. Um, but I should be here for kickoff. Um, so join me on Sunday. It's going to be great. It's going to be a big day Sunday, isn't it? Two big games. So join me for that. Thanks to Andreas. Thanks to Amar. Thanks to all you guys in the chat, of course. And I will see you on Sunday. And just for Terry, I'll play the proper intro this time on the way out. Rather than <laughs> <laughs> do that, guys. Take it easy. Come on, you gunners. Come on, you gunners. Let's do it. See you later, guys. Enjoy your weekend because it starts Take now. Care. Thank you, guys. <laughs>